In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And it's just the Two of us just together. Two of us. Um, <laughs> just working through our anxieties and <laughs> with you guys. No, we're happy to be here chatting. We have lots of listener questions. We have a Am I a Momster? And just like fun stuff to catch up on. So, yeah. um, Brittany, how was your weekend? How was your week going so far? Um, my, my weekend was great. Noah threw me a surprise birthday party. So fun. Did you, were you surprised or did you know? I didn't know. I was surprised. I knew that like something was going on because there was like a couple of things that like happened. I was like, that's weird. Um, and like the last of that being his sleep mask being in the console of the car on our way to dinner. Cause like we went to dinner and then we came home. And there was a party at my house. And okay. so I was like, and I wasn't really thinking. And I saw the sleep mask. I was like, oh, and this must be mine. And I thought I left it in there from when we went away last week. Uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. And then two minutes later in my head, I was like, that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what did he do with it? He blindfolded you? <laughs> so he, he, and then I thought maybe we were like not going to dinner. And we were like going away somewhere. Or like something. He's like Richard gearing you to the opera in Italy or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, are we going to like Paris right now? <laughs> um, no. Or so Paris. he um, enlisted my sister and some of my friends help and they're the best ever. And like apparently they were conspiring this for a couple of weeks and they like put everything together. Like it, it was luau themed and everybody was dressed up. That's fun. Yeah, it was really nice, and um, he was like, well, I wanted to do it for your 34th, not your 35th, because you would expect it on your 35th. And I was like, yeah, but now I can't have a party on my 35th. (laughs) (laughs) You ruined everything. (laughs) You ruined it. No, it was really, really nice. It was fun. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was, well, that was fun. Also, I don't like to say happy birthday before. It's somebody's birthday, so happy pre birthday happy days leading up to your birthday thank you um how was my weekend my weekend was fine we went to stay at our in-laws um home in the hamptons and um i haven't been there with mila for a while and now she's like really crawling and going everywhere so it was like a new experience um because they like have this coffee table (laughs) that's like the center of like the main room and it has like every possible edge and corner you could imagine (laughs) like it's not like one of those 
really intense like wood ones where there's like 7,000 shards coming at you. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's like a square coffee table, but it has like like a glass top. And so like the edges along the entire thing oh. were not whatever. So I brought, so my mother-in-law told me to brought like the bring corner thingy. So I brought the corners and I'm like, the whole thing she could smash her head into and so so much anxiety it's so stressful like i'm trying to be chiller about taking her places not that i'm like not chill but it's just like at so many points it's like isn't this just so much easier to stay home (laughs) but i obviously i know like it's not like better it's just easier but um, because it's good for her to explore new environments for sure. Right, and like not, right. You know, and let her explore things. But it doesn't always feel 100% safe. So it's just, that was just like a, a little bit of a challenge. But it was really nice because Rusty and I did get to go out Friday night. And we had a nice dinner. And she was sleeping so well in this fucking pack and play. And I was amazed and then when we got home, guess who's not crying when she's being put down anymore? It's a whole, she just goes to sleep now. The regression's like over. A month. The a regression's half. over. Congratulations. It's a month and a half. Knock on wood. It's, I don't know if it's over, but it has taken a pause. And I am just, you never know how good you had it until it's taken away from you. I know. And I just feel like I have all this free time now that I actually had before, but now it's been giving back to me. And I'm like, oh my God, quiet, free time. I can do anything. And of course I do nothing, but I just stare at the monitor, but I do nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's nice to like have that time that like you could do something. I could, I could. You could, you have choice. the option. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been, for anybody going through it, there is light. Maybe something else is going to be, maybe she's something else is going to happen, whatever. But at least this has been given back to us. I can have dinner at a normal hour (laughs) and all is well. Do you have the struggle of do you eat dinner before she goes to sleep or after she goes to sleep? I just can't eat dinner like before she goes to sleep. I used to. You used to? Well, I guess yeah. that was when she was probably like in the bouncer and like, yeah, it was, it was like easier, whatever. Yeah. So I feel like recently now that Jack goes to sleep a little bit later, like I can't put, I can't start his bedtime routine any earlier than seven or I realized, or that's when he screams his head off. And then it like, I end up eating at like 745. This is if he gives me a hard time. But I like never, like with Oliver, when Oliver was a baby, like it was always like, dinner after no matter what like he was I guess like a lot easier but like now it's like when Oliver's awake and I don't know so now I'm always conflicted and Noah and I are always like do we eat dinner now should we just like quickly get it in do we put him in the high chair and give him some Cheerios so we've been like experimenting with like when we eat dinner yeah (laughs) it's like such a puzzle and like because it's also like when you're hungry is there enough time to make something right order something I've been really slacking on making anything, but yeah, it's it's a difficult thing, and I just have I've just kind of accept. Like I used to be so intense about like dinner before, and how important it was to have it at a certain time, and that has all gone out the window. Yeah, and it's a moving target 
we do what we can. I've literally removed all pressure of me of cooking. And I'm just, I just try to order healthy food, like new more nutritious foods. Yeah. Because I'm just like, okay, if this has become sort of, this is my new, it's not permanent, but what if this is my temporary permanent state? Yeah. I'm going to just like, and so I want to eat healthfully. So I'll just or order but i'll order like healthier foods but it's just i don't i've I've given up all my fucks (laughs) you have to i just have given up and i'm just like you know this is what it is right now nothing needs to be perfect we're doing our best and you know whatever we have to pick and choose what we've have anxiety over and like dinner not one of them (laughs) dinner is not one of them like let's order some let's have some regulars we pick what we eat and some days i'll make something but i'm just like this last like month and a half with the fucking the the bedtime taking an hour and it's just it's not bedtime taking an hour like post bedtime taking an hour it's just been like kind of challenging so now that maybe I have some time, I can like, ooh, think about what I want to eat. <laughs> right? Have like a fancy meal for yourself. I know. Do you eat with your kids now that they're going with Oliver, now that he's... No, because, well, school year is different. With camp, he gets off the camp bus at like four o'clock. And if I don't have dinner ready for him, he goes into the snack cabinet and just like eats all the snacks. And then he was he's like a raging animal. So like... <laughs> He eats dinner really, really early. And then when we're eating dinner, depending on whatever the time is, if it's early enough, he'll be like, oh, I'm hungry. What are you eating? I want some of that. So like sometimes he has like two dinners. I don't know. He's like. He's a growing boy. He's a growing Um, boy. (laughs) What, like when do you, and what do you prepare for dinners for him? Um, So I've still been doing Little Spoon, um, like the meals, not the... Oh, yeah, the plates. Yeah, I do Little Spoon plates. I just find them so much easier, Um, especially for Jack. Like Jack will eat like a ton of different ones, but Oliver pretty much just likes the mac and cheese one. Mm -hmm. And then, but then I also have like chicken nuggets for him. He's a big fan of peanut butter and jelly. He really Mm -hmm. likes hamburgers. Noah grills a lot, so he'll make hamburgers. It's like, I I do like eating as a family. I do think it's important because I actually think that my kids eat better when they're when eating they're with us. Um, and apparently that's a thing. Like your kids yeah. want to eat what you're eating. So we do try to do that if we can, like on the weekends. And But I think it'll be easier to do over the school year. Um, and we just, you know, we get by. We try to do what we can. You do what you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm So Mila's 12-month appointment is coming up soon. So I have to like get another a blood test to see if she like has any of her, retained any of her allergies and like what's going right. on. So I get to sort of also see if maybe she I can reintroduce dairy because that was never an allergy. It was just like the protein. And I get to see if like she still has her egg and That's peanut. a big one. Thing. So that might open up our world. So question, with all of these allergies, what has she been eating for dinner or any meal? So her nanny, her nanny makes, I got, she asked for an Instant Pot. And so she makes like really delicious meals that are like, she'll eat beans, veggies, rice. She eats chicken. We make like chicken thighs because they're like softer. Yeah, that's smart. And chicken, green beans, we get frozen veggies. 
um, pasta. I get like pasta doesn't have any dare eggs in it. Like if you mm-hmm. get the right ones, mm-hmm. she'll eat like she eats bolognese. Basically, she eats like a like a fucking fancy ass bitch. And while I'm ordering, like you know, what do I even eat? I, know. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, yeah, so she she has like a pretty good. She eats great and she eats everything. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just hard to like. Breakfast is really hard. My like my gourmet meal for her is just basically raspberries, avocado, and bananas is her breakfast, or like oatmeal and some mashed up whatever. I used to make her like this kale hummus pasta. Basically, I'll blend kale and or spinach and hummus, so it's like a sauce. Yeah, I'll put it over pasta. It's like a green pasta. It's that so sounds yummy. really good. Yeah, it is good actually. I want that. <laughs> Every I sometimes like um her nanny's Allison, so she'll make stuff and I'll just can I'm like, is it a bowl full of mush? Can I have? <laughs> and so I'll make myself a bowl. I'm like, if you don't mind, I'm adding a little salt because she doesn't make her any salt. Right. So she's like, please add salt. <laughs> <laughs> Def needs salt. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of fun. Mila's fancy. She's a fancy ass babe, but that's because she really can't eat much. Like everything right. has like eggs. Right. Um, in it everything has dairy in it like cheese yeah so she's got to get around it and we'll find out and also nuts she didn't right really eat nuts and i'm i'm all for like the whole reintroduction of allergy shit but not until after she's one that's like what our allergist said i'm going with it right i appreciate all the advice guys thank you so much but i'm, I'm gonna just kind of like go with the course because she's if she becomes picky she'll become picky like it'll just Again, it is what it is. You go to an amazing doctor and he'll tell you. He's done this a bajillion times. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. I have to call him to add a blood test to the doctor's appointment, which I'm not looking forward to having them draw blood from her again, from her arm. That was truly the worst. From her um, arm? Yeah. It's not enough. Oh my God. How does that yeah. happen? How, do you, how does that work? It was. I did it when she was like much younger. So I assume this time is going to be easier because her arms are bigger. But the time before was fucking awful. And I, I went to a lab. It wasn't at my pediatrician. And they were like, I, I told you this. They were like, oh, yeah, we do this all the time. The guy like couldn't get it. Like probed her four times. And I literally yelled, not yelled, but I sternly said, please stop now. And they like we got into like a little bit of a tiff. She was like, you can go to a different blank lab. And I was like, no, I'm here. Can you please get it? in her arm <laughs> and so they tried the other arm they got it in oh my god and they literally were like you don't have to be rude i was like excuse me i almost started crying i was like i'm being rude like i'm not being rude at all i'm holding my baby who's hysterically crying this is my first time and can you please show a little compassion you told me this was very easy and it's not so please try it again thank you <laughs> it was like i was shaking when i left it was awful it was truly awful she got over it and she's fine she got a cute little bandage so i'm dreading it oh my god honestly it sounds like you handled that so well because i would have been raging as you were but like i i don't know if i could have been like spoken that calmly i was raging on the inside but i like i wanted them like to please draw her blood like i wasn't gonna do this again and i wasn't gonna go to a different place so i was like please just get it in you know so poor mila She's been Bless through you. a lot. She's been yeah. through so much. <laughs> but she has a sweet disposition. She's a happy girl. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we do some listener questions? Yes, let's do some listener questions. These have really been my faves. Totally. All right, first question. First question. Do you, and this is for you because I have zero. Do you have any (laughs) advice for potty training, general potty training advice? I do. I'll and I'll give you and I'll I'll say the advice and I'm sure and we had a potty training episode which I spoke about what I did but I the doctor basically said to me like put Oliver in underwear for like a long weekend a lot of people say to do no underwear and again this is personal preference okay but my doctor said do underwear because if he pees in his underwear it's going to be very uncomfortable as opposed to peeing on the floor he doesn't have to sit in it so that was pretty logical to me. It made sense. So we did underwear. And I, she was like, give him a ton of water. Like, obviously, you're going to be like glued to your house for three or four days. Give him water. And you bring him to the bathroom every 20 minutes. And we did that. And every time he went to the bathroom, he got um, – we did – I think it was around like December that we did this. So I did like chocolate gelt. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him like a chocolate coin. Um, and he no pun intended for the poo. No, yeah, is is wait is potty training for peeing first and then they poo or is it poop? Is it both? Um, I will say Oliver's a unique breed, and he <laughs> made it very very easy for us, and he had no issues, and he peed oh, and good. pooped at the same time. And there were no issues. Oh. He he wore pull-ups just for the sake of wearing pull-ups for like two months. And he never peed in them. Like he was never even in pull-ups for when he slept. Like I swear. Like it's not normal. It. This is like a not not a normal thing. Like there are four-year-olds that still wear pull-ups to bed. Like so I, I can't speak from that. But I'm sure Jack is going to make this feel very, very different for me. Um, but I do think that like and I, there's conflicting views on this. But the giving a piece of chocolate or something afterwards helped um some people do like a little toy box of like dollar store items um so like bribing bribing yeah but um (laughs) or like reward charts like there's probably a lot of professionals that say oh i don't like rewards charts but whatever whatever works for your kid like i personally like doing that and the keeping of the underwear on i personally liked that and then also so I did have the little potty and then I had this like contraption that went over my, the big toilet that he was able to like climb up on. And I actually liked using that better. 
uh-huh. because he felt like cooler being on it because that was like mommy and daddy's toilet. He's a big boy. So like, yeah. So it was like cooler for him to do that. Um, so I actually, with Jack, I don't think I, I don't know if I would necessarily have the little toilet, use the little toilet at all. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, those are, those are my tips. That's what I did. We did have a very easy time doing it. I know a lot of people do not have an easy time doing it. When do you start? It depends what like books you read. There are books that read that say like, oh, like the sweet spot is like 21 months, which like feels very young to me. Um, we, well, I guess it's really not because, so we, we did it at two and a half months, which years. is that? <laughs> we did it two and a half years. I was asking Oliver to pee right out of the womb. <laughs> out of the womb. We didn't Throwing do diapers in toilet. this house. <laughs> we did it two and a half years. Grant, okay. Also another like secret that like, he go he went to daycare. They help you at daycare. So oh, okay. like they all, which also like definitely helped. If your child goes to daycare and they're taking other kids to the bathroom, you could sit. You could say to them, hey, could you take my child to the bathroom with them? And like, so he could see it and like, maybe he'll start doing that. So they started doing that. They brought Oliver to the bathroom and he saw like the other kids, there were older ki- other older kids in his class that were maybe like six months older that were going to the bathroom. And he saw that he'd be like, oh, I want to go to the bathroom. So that a thousand percent helped us. I know I, it's not an everyday situation. Not everybody has that situation yeah but um if your child is in daycare definitely have them help you a thousand percent and um what's it called um oh so i mean people do it anywhere from like two and a half months maybe even younger which is crazy to me but some kids are just ready two and a half months to like i don't know like three and a half years so I th- I think it depends on the person. It depends on the kids. There's a lot of reading that you could do on this. There's a lot of books. You know, they say to look for signs like your kid is asking to come to the bathroom with you. If they are in the bathroom with you, are they're interested in what you're doing? They're like, oh, what are you doing in the bathroom? Can I look at your pee? Can I look at your poop? Like if I, one of the things is like they're able to say their ABCs. Um, there's uh-huh. like different signs that show readiness. Like, are they able to pull up their own pants or pull down their own pants, I should say. Like, it's so crazy to go from, like, because for the first time you have a kid, like, every phase is just, like, new and you can't imagine, like, a time where it's not like that, the way that you have it. Right. So, for me, like, right now, I'm about to, like, she's eventually going to drop her bottles and I'm like, there's not gonna be any bottles anymore. Like we don't need any fucking formula. We don't need any more bottle wash. We can move the sterilizer. Throw uh, my sterilizer is at my friend's house. My bottle warmers at my friend's it's house. That shit does left. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm gonna probably like save. I guess the yeah. sterilizer. Yeah. The bottles probably no. But I'm thinking like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to. Like yesterday, I just bought a big thing of diapers and wipes. I'm like, how many? We're gonna need these forever, right? And then like, I can't imagine a time when she's just like doesn't need that she just doesn't need those things i know it's just or a changing table like the whole that is like that it's so weird that like again they grow up not like dogs <laughs> like, like they, there's real there's real like change that you experience mm-hmm. with not just like the way that they look or the way what they how they act but it's like the things you need like like the way that they, the what they do it's you know? so different. I mean, even another thing is like I was obsessing over what water cup to give Jack. 
And now he, and this was like two months ago that I like, I was obsessing over it because I was switching from his bottles to cups for his milk. And now all he wants are Oliver's water bottles. And I give him Oliver's water bottles. Like <laughs> it's like, it's just like you obsess over these things. And it's like, they get to a point where it's like, they don't need like a slow flow straw, like whatever. They can handle a thermos yeah. water bottle. <laughs> they figure it out. <laughs> they figure it out. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, what's, what ne- what's the okay. next question? This, this is for you. <laughs> How do you keep your energy up throughout the day? Why is that for me? <laughs> it could be for both of us. I just felt like the other one was for me, so that one could be for you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, I wasn't sure if you're saying that like I'm so fucking tired or <laughs> that I am an energizer bunny. I wasn't trying to take No, it, it was more that I was trying to be fair about the questions. <laughs> You're tired, but this one's for you. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I know, I know. How to keep your energy up throughout the day. Oh my God. Um, I have a cup of coffee in the morning. We have a strong coffee machine. <laughs> um, strong coffee. Rusty requested a very nice coffee machine for his Father's Day, which has been a gift to me as well, which is probably selfless because my Mother's Day gift was a gift purely for me. (laughs) Um, But we have like a master coffee machine that's very automatic. And um, it's not like fancy where you have to like make your own espresso. It's like not that, like it makes everything for I'm you. I'm picturing this like fancy espresso it's machine. It's fancy, like- but it's automatic. Like it it grinds the beans. It You can, there's like a little like screen. <laughs> That's the word. It's like electronic board. <laughs> a screen where you can like press like what you want. Coffee, espresso, cappuccino, all the shit has foam. So I make a mean cup of coffee every morning. Um, I try to, I walk in the morning and I also try not to eat like too much like sugary food in the morning because I find that like I'll crash. Um, So like I try to, if I'm eating like, which I do, like I have, you know, cookie here and like a midday cookie is just a pick me up, but I try to eat it after like a meal where I've eaten like foods that have like more nutrition, I guess. Or if I'm, you know, like I'm just, tr- I just don't want, cause I, I've, I've worked with a dietitian before and they like say like, if you eat, um, like you, it could just prevent a, a sugar crash, which makes you just tired. And to me, that's actually kind of helped. I still eat my like delicious cooks, but I just wait. I like just will try, try to time it. So like in the morning, if I'm eat, if I want like a a bagel, I'll eat like an egg because there's like protein with it, or I'll eat like peanut butter because there's protein with it. Because if I eat like the bagel by itself, I'll um crash. You know what I mean? So I just try yeah. to like 
work balance. with like nutrition you know that's mostly it i mean like try to sleep try to go to bed by like 10 30 that's my energy routine how about you uh, obviously this is See, this question was for you because you actually <laughs> gave like science-backed information i don't have i don't have any answers so i can't answer this i'm you going to answer. take what you said and i'm going to use it to keep my energy up throughout the day i don't okay oh great i'm so glad <laughs> i yeah i mean i don't really think about it much but i just have thought about it over a long period of time and it's worked so and you know obviously i'll just sometimes i'm really fucking tired and we just go with it yeah you just go with it you go with it like there's not you know you give yourself some slack you can't do as much that day if you're really really tired right all right next question favorite toys currently for a one-year-old you go i really so um I never did the love every boxes. And then for Jack's birthday, our friend gifted him the one for his age and he loves them. And like, I really, I really love, like he's very into, well, he's honestly his favorite toy right now is putting a straw into a cup, like the, <laughs> into like the hole of like a straw, cup. like that's what he likes to do. So, but a lot of the toys that were in the love every box were kind of like that it's like putting cylinders into things it's like montessori like, um, yes toys. and i i just love those toys i love toys that make them think that just involve like putting to- putting shapes into different holes and that's really what jack likes he he really still enjoys his salad spinner which he's been playing with his whole <laughs> life um he <laughs> likes putting things in it he likes putting it on top of his head um recently we started experimenting with crayons um we have these ones that are good for toddlers like little babies and it's like they they're like triangles with like bulbs at the end so they're able to like grasp them i mean he eats them but they're non-toxic whatever okay but he he really is like getting the the hang of like using them to like color on paper and it's really cute and he also likes just taking them and like stacking them and Mm -hmm. um so that's like something new that we've been trying. That's, those are good. Yeah, I also have Love Every. Um, I like those too, but Mila mostly just like eats the toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, But she loves her like dr- little drum and her drum sticks. She so will play the drums on anything. So she also has this like piano xylophone thing. So she takes those sticks and play the wall, play the floor, play her cups. She just lo- she'll carry those sticks like when she's walking across cruising, as they say. So my after a couple of her music classes, my mom was like, oh, "She's a musician. We must buy her <laughs> instruments." So she bought her a baby drum, and she really did like it so much. She played it anytime I'm like, anytime I sort of did one of Miss Darlene's songs, I was like, "This is my drum, do do do." So like I'll do that, and she'll she'll her eyes will open, and she'll come over from wherever she is, and she'll just go ba ba ba. That's so cute. It. And so she likes that. Her other favorite toys are literally just not toys. So recently she found the clip of one of the things that was like her black and white mobile. So she the clip. So she likes to play with that. Yeah. She loves an instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, good light yeah, reading. Good light reading. Yeah, she, she does. It's so sweet. She'll give me a book to read. Her, oh, it's just, that is the most precious thing. 
um, our favorite activities to look at planes outside. Oh, yes. So Same like, here. And uh, it's just, they're just so cute. For her first birthday, a few people have been just like, my family has been sending the gifts early. Although, again, I'm very superstitious. I don't like to open gifts before the day. But um, I had to because it was from Amazon. And so one of them was a ball pit. And it was like a really soft ball pit. And she loves climbing in and out of it and like putting stuff in it as of That's yesterday. That's really cute. It's, and she, the climbing part is so funny because there's just no fear. She's just like diving out of it and she's safe. So I'm just kind of like right. letting her go with it. And she just likes that part. And so it's just cute. Very fun. She loves her cups. Like the cup stacking yes. things. She just likes to empty them and then just like pretend she's drinking out of one. And Aww. it's little just people. Little people. It's really sweet. But so for what did you get Oliver and Jack for their first birthdays? What was your gift? Or was it just the party? For Oliver's second birthday, I got him a playhouse and I covered it in balloons. And yeah, and for his like third birthday got him a bunch of like sensory stuff because it was like quarantine and everything was like very big with that. And then we spoke about this year. I did like the telescope and guitar and stuff. But I can't remember what I did for their first birthdays. Uh, oh my God, Maybe what did I do? You didn't get him anything and you just... No, I did. I just can't just remember an awful what. person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a horrible mom. Um, I, I don't remember. I do not remember. Well, I just bought Mila a little push car. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Okay, so I was looking online for these like cars to like take her around the neighborhood, right? Yeah. The the ridiculous no offense to, I mean, full offense actually to everyone who has these. But like, why would I want my kid driving in a fucking like a Mercedes G Wagon? We have like, it. <laughs> all offense <laughs> to you. <laughs> But it's like a little push car thing. I know, but like it's a G wagon. <laughs> my, I know my mom got it for him. That's mine. Okay, that I get because that's like a, an adult's taste. Um, <laughs> but like, so I got her like one that kind of looks like a cute little beetle, and Aww. it has little like flower like daisies like stickers that's on it. That's cute. So I, was like, I think it's like more her speed. It's her. It's her vibe. She's not like a G wagon so girl. Um, I feel like Jack's definitely a G-Wagon guy. <laughs> <laughs> Full offense to you. <laughs> Full offense. <laughs> um, but yeah, they sell crazy fucking cars. Like I saw Bentleys. I saw like, I was just like, what the? I, and I know people who have these and I'm just like, how is this your first car? What lesson are you teaching? I know. Jack? I always think that I'm like, Jack, your first car is a G-Wagon. I don't know if that's happening in real life. Sorry, babe. Yeah, here's a Camry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our favorite segment, Am I a Momster? Um, we have a good mother-in-law, sister-in-law one, which we... I feel like those are a lot of the times that's a the lot theme. of the times but these are my favorites still I feel like this one explain this one like kind of gives a lot of context to what not context but like this is like the underlying issue okay hi betcha's moms 
can we talk about how when you become a mom, you are literally like a mama bear and don't want your in-laws near your kids? <laughs> Even if you had a great relationship before, some mom friends and I always talk about how we have this intense, possessive feeling about our kids when it comes to our sill and mill, sister-in-law and mother-in-law. For me, it's everything talking about how they look like their side of the family, holding them, pushing the stroller, etc. If it were my side, sure, hold them, no biggie. Tell me I'm not alone slash a momster. So I think that it's a little bit momstery. <laughs> Do you agree? Like while I, I, I think that it, the self-awareness of like feeling it's like a possessive, you, this is what I meant by like, this is the context. You, understand that you're feeling possessive over your child which is the answer like that is why you're feeling that way but is it justified like I get the irritating feeling of like them always saying the kid looks like like they are taking ownership of this child that sort of ignores you which I think that is definitely irritating so I get that like totally but you not letting them do those things is borderline momstery. What do you think? I agree. I think there's a self-awareness. So you know, like you were just saying, like you know that you're being that way, but like you are being momstery. Does it happen to a lot of people? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The The feeling is real. The feeling's real. You're not alone. It's momstery for everyone. <laughs> who feels yeah. this way but sometimes we're a little momstery it just is what it is yeah i this is our like first real momster <laughs> this is our first ah, real, real monster, monster. <laughs> but i would be interested to know like the psychology behind that because like obviously we don't know the psychology behind this but i don't you're definitely not alone and so but like what makes people feel this way i think it's like you want it's like your kid looks like your partner and you want to see some part of yourself in that kid especially once you've just grown the baby pushed the baby did so much work for the baby and then your mother or father or whatever your in-laws taking possession like all the credit i think that's partly why you know like that's you know that's part part of it like yeah. And it might come from like a defensive place where you're saying like, oh, you think that you're it, it, like put put the like the credit aside. Like if they're just constantly pushing the stroller or they're like sort of they're you feel like they're taking over. Maybe you think subconsciously they think that you're not a good enough parent or right. that they think that they're better. They know better. But it's it goes both ways. I think that like there's also some. It goes both ways in the sense that the in-law needs to also have some self-awareness and understand boundaries and say, like, this is not my child. This is my right. grandchild. Right. So I think, like, if you feel this way and you have a great relationship, which you said, I know you're not looking for advice, but here it is. Anyway, <laughs> you just it's fair to like have like a very casual, non-confrontational conversation. Like if she says, like, oh, that's my side. You could say like totally, but like, don't you see my my nose in my nose? Like, don't you see my my lips? Like, you know, it's just I, I feel like she's 
or here's half, whatever. If there's no denying that it looks exactly like your partner, <laughs> then I feel like it's like, yeah, totally, I can see it. But hopefully she'll she'll get some of my features later. And then it's like a soft vulnerability that like opens that that in-law to say like, oh, totally, I see it. You're great. Like, you know, it's like sort of, instead of being defensive, you open, you're a little bit more vulnerable and that might like open up your defenses, close off your defenses. Shed off your defense. What do you do with your defenses? You make them stand Put down. down. Put down, Put down, your, down your defenses. Yes. That might help. But I, I get it. Especially about like if that those in-laws are like really intense and over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's good advice. Um, well, you're not you're not alone, but you're being momstery. Don't worry, it's okay. We're all <laughs> we are real momsters. Um, well, I feel like that is it for this episode, Brittany. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's it. That's it for this episode of Betcha's Moms Podcast. Guys, thank you so much. Go follow us at Betcha's Moms. Give us a rating, five stars. Thank you so much. And subscribe, all of that good stuff. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Brittany at, at it's underscore Brittany underscore Lev. And wish Brittany a happy birthday on Friday. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches.